Welcome to the 3D world with OpenGL and Vulkan. Hello and welcome back to the third episode of my OpenGL and Vulkan podcast. And um, first of all, I need to say a big thank you for the massive feedback um, and the attraction it got just in the first days. I'm absolutely overwhelmed by this. Um, massive thank you to the to the OpenGL guys and the guys from the Kronos group who actually um, draw attention to it so uh, and supported me by by putting the the link to the podcast on Twitter I'm absolutely overwhelmed and I'm so happy that um, some people actually think there is need for a podcast like this so this just motivated me much much more um, to go on with this series and bring in all the topics um, that you will ask me to bring in so today um, we've got another, let's say, beginner tutorial still. Before we can advance to the, to, the, to the more expert topics, we need to help the guys who are starting new with, with OpenGL, and this is what I want to do, just to give you an idea how to start it um, so that you are on the right way when we come to the advanced topics. So what do you need to get started with OpenGL? That's also a question that so often appears in all the forums and the people don't know where to start and how to launch it. And then there is this um, short comment in forums where people say, okay, go ahead, install FreeGlut and Glue and you should be fine and everything should be running. Well, and that's, I guess, not enough to get started. But um, the direction is right. So if you want to start with OpenGL, you need some libraries to help you. You could do it all on your own, but this would be a massive overhead for someone starting with OpenGL. So you should be so fair, use some, some libraries which take the nasty work away from you and leave you just with the pure OpenGL fun. So um, this is what the so-called FreeGlut library and the Glue library are for. Um, FreeGlut actually is a windowing system wrapper, let's say. So when you're running on Windows, on Mac, um, on Linux, this one should help you to get the proper window to display your OpenGL scene. And you don't need to care about all the nasty windowing system stuff going on in the background. It will just help you to um, create a window, give you a so-called OpenGL context, and you could just start right away with your OpenGL commands. And this is what you want to do when you're a beginner especially. So um, Glue additionally is something that provides you with all the OpenGL extensions, all the OpenGL functions that you know, uh, that you may have found on the web. And um, it's just something that you should install. You would not realize it um, when, you, when you run your program, but it's just something managing stuff for you in the background as well. And so um, you should be fine to, to have this one on your system as well. So the question is how to install those. And installing is already the wrong word, actually. You just need to download the versions suitable for your system. So just Google for free GLUT and Glue. Glue is the OpenGL extension wrangler, so it's G-L-E-W. And um, download them to your machine, unzip them, and um, you should find in this unzipped uh, folders uh, additional folders which are called include, lib, and bin binary. So in these folders, you have the so-called header files for your programming, which are in the include one. You've got the so-called library files in the lib folder, of course. And you've got the DLLs, for example, if you're on a Windows system, in the bin folder. So what do you need to do? 
let's just say you are using Visual Studio for example, uh, you just need to browse your Visual Studio program folder and you should find something, let's say when you're using C++, there's a folder called VC. And inside this folder you should find again an include folder, a lib folder, and you just copy all the files from the include and lib folders from the extracted freeglut and glue libraries to this folders. So make sure the freeglut header file is inside your uh, VC include folder from Visual Studio. So um, you know it's, it's there and you can use it. Just the same with the library files. So all the stuff from the lib folders needs to go there. If you're using another I, uh, development tool, another editor, you just need to find the proper folders there as well. But whatever you're using, there should be some folders called include and lib. And you just need to copy, first of all, all the files from the freeglut and the glue there. So um, your system just knows how to use them when compiling your code. So additionally, you've got these folders holding the bin, the bin, the DLL files. And there are different ways to use them. One way could be you just copy them, go to your system 33 folder in your Windows directory and paste them there. Then your system should be fine to identify them and use them. Of course, if you're using a um, 64-bit system, you just need to use this other folder. How is it called? System Wow, something like this. Uh, copy them there. Uh, another option would always be in your project folder itself. The project folder where your executable file later will be created. You could copy the DLLs there as well, directly beside your executable file. So when you run the executable file, it will find these DLLs and use them. So the three steps are really download the freeglut and the glue, extract all the files and copy them just to the proper directories. And the keywords are here, the include folders, the libraries, and the DLL folders, the binary folders. And then in your C++ files, if you're writing C++ for any other language, it would be quite the same. At the very top, you will have your includes for the files that are required, and you will just include the header files that you just copied to the include folders. And this is actually the setup you need to do and to get it running on most of the systems. So this is something that may be missing in some of the explanations uh, on the net, so I just wanted to sum this up quickly. So now that you've got the files there and now that you're ready to work with them, um, what do you need to do? Uh, I can't provide code here by audio, that would be a bit strange, but just Google for some simple starter examples on freeglut and you will find some functions like glut init, for example, which is just initializing the entire uh, freeglut uh, library for you and it's doing some stuff for you when you use proper functions. It's, there will be another function for you to create a window, uh, another function to set the window size, to define what you want to use on your window. Are you going to use RGB or RGB alpha? Are you going to use so-called double buffering? We talk about this one later. Um, so just a bunch of functions, maybe up to 10 functions from the GLUT framework that you need to use or that you may use to create your window just like you want to have it. And after those 10 lines, you should be fine to do your OpenGL work. Um, the alternative would be in Windows, for example, that you're a good coder and you know the Win32 API 
and you're coding all the window creation stuff yourself. Um, that is also possible and would leave you even with a better idea how all this is working. But the point is, you may pretty soon end up with a few hundred lines of code if you want to have it all right. And this is what FreeGLUT is doing for you. It's just providing you with some simple to use functions to create this window. So once you've got the window, you're fine. Yes, so what, what is inside this window? What is so important about it? Well, in any window, on any platform, on any device, you will have a so-called OpenGL context. And this is, let's say, your canvas, your area to draw in. And uh, this context needs to have certain properties set for the system, for drawing, for logical operations. So um, also FreeGLUT has uh, some parameters when you create your window to tell it how to do this context, how to create it. In the end you end up with something that you can draw on and you will not actually touch your context or work with it directly, but you know it's there, it's the current one and everything that you do, everything that you draw will be happening on this context. So you just need to know that there is something like a context and um, that you are working on it, otherwise you may end up with some some problems in understanding other stuff. Um, and this context, this OpenGL context, which FreeGLUT has just created for you, has some settings. For example, you can set it to an OpenGL version, which means the context already knows which functions you may use from which OpenGL version and which you may not use. And there's of course something as well, if you activate it like a depreciate model, so when you tell the OpenGL context to be forward compatible, it will not allow you to use OpenGL functions that have been marked as depreciated already. So this is what the FreeGLUT is doing for you. It's creating the window, it's creating this context, it's creating the proper settings for you in the context. So you're fine just to go ahead to render stuff. What additionally you need to know about the context or the window itself is for example the OpenGL viewport. When you think of your window and let's say it's 400 by 400, you've got a viewport as well, which is 400 pixels in width and height, and is defining the area inside this window in which you're going to draw. Because sometimes you may not draw in the entire window, but just a small portion of it. So by calling glViewport, uh, which is a given gl function, you could just set the region of the window in which you want to draw to a certain part. So if you say viewport from 00, which is the lower left side in OpenGL, to 200, to 200, that would just mean in your 400 by 400 window, you're just drawing on the lower left side, as you set the viewport to just this area. And of course, if you set a viewport from starting point 200 to 200, in a width of 200 and a height of 200, in your 400 by 400 window, this would mean drawing in the upper right side. And you're totally free to change these figures uh, as long as you stay in a sensible way inside your window because anything else would be, uh, would be senseless to draw a viewport which is somehow violating the borders of your window. So sorry if this were a few strange numbers coming out like uh, cannon fire, but uh, hope you, hopefully you, you got the point what I wanted to tell you. So um, when you're using the FreeGLUT framework, there may be a few more other things you should know about. And uh, for example, there are some callback functions. So what are the callback functions? 
This is something which is, uh, let's say, established for you in the system to call one of your own functions over and over again um, to fulfill some actions. As you may know, OpenGL is always running in, an, in a permanent loop, let's say, in an infinite loop, and it's calling the same functions over and over again to draw the scene over and over again. So every scene is starting from blank scratch, um, getting all the models, getting all the colors, drawing it all, moving the objects to the proper positions to get the final rendering result. And after this few milliseconds, as all this takes, it starts over again, again from a blank scratch. So um, you've got a so-called render function, which is called over and over again to really do the rendering. Um, this is a callback function that you can tell FreeGLUT to use. So there are functions for this where you tell FreeGLUT, well, this is my render function, please call it for me over and over again so it make, we make sure that uh, my scene get drawn at all. And there is uh, another function, or another two functions you should know about in the FreeGLUT. The one is, is the idle callback, which is something like, let's say, a background function. So when there is nothing else going on in your windowing system and in your application, this idle function will be called and you can use it to do some background processing or to to um, slightly modify some animations going on, something like this. But um, you should not uh, overload this idle function. Uh, it's really just for background stuff and it's not your main working function. So keep this one small. And of course there's the resized callback functions. So whenever your window is resized in your system, um, it will be called and will change the aspect ratio of your 3D scene. That's very important if you don't use a proper resize callback function and you change your window size, everything will look crappy, I'm quite sure. Um, so these are the three main functions I saw right now you should know about when you're using FreeGLUT. So this is why I wanted to tell you to use them as well. So if you have done all the steps, and um, I admit it was a fast run through so what you need to do, um, then you should be pretty fine uh, with everything you need for starting the real OpenGL part for drawing. And uh, this is actually what we will do in the next episode of this podcast. I will tell you how to use the so-called primitives, the, the vertex data, the triangles, the lines, to draw whatever you want to draw on the screen, and um, how you probably arrange them in arrays so you can pack up a bunch of data in one big array and send it to the graphic card and tell it, here, go ahead, draw it for me. And uh, this is what we will do in the next podcast. So I hope that after the next podcast, we will have even the beginners uh, among you uh, already to go along with us to the more advanced topics. So we may talk about shaders pretty soon and um, other stuff, which is way more fun than the basic setup, of course. But once you've got the basic setup done, the real OpenGL fun begins, so I just want to make sure that you have the proper setup to follow us along. Well, thank you very much for listening to this podcast, and I'm looking forward um, to bring up the next podcast pretty soon. And uh, whenever you've got an idea or wish on a podcast topic I should handle as well, just uh, reach out for me across my website, opengl-trainer.com. Um, or in any other way, maybe find me on Twitter. My name is Kai Nicholas. You should find me there as well. So just give me feedback, whatever you want to hear about. Give me feedback if you have any questions regarded to the stuff that I told you in this 
podcast and uh, I may help you to get your system up and running. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye.